SEJ Summit 2016 is coming to Santa Monica, Chicago, and New York City. With a focus on actionable marketing for SEOs by SEOs, SEJ Summit is a can't-miss event. Get $50 off your ticket now by using the code SEJNERD. Learn more at searchenginejournal.com slash SEJSummit2016. We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where... Where can I hook up my bottom? Digital pen, hard at work. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. Who should we send it to first? Just a couple of people. The question is, who are they going to send it to? This podcast is brought to you by Search Engine Journal, and you're listening to Marketing Nerds. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Marketing Nerds. My name is Danielle Antos. I am the feature editor here at Search Engine Journal, and I'm joined today by Jessica Cromwell. She's our director of sales and events. Hi, Jess. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. It's Monday for us that we're recording this, so we're getting into the swing of the week. Uh, so today we were going to talk about events and event planning, which is something you take care of here at SCJ and you've done a fantastic job with. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. I've enjoyed the events that you've done. Uh, it's all the little details. You do a really good job with it. Um, so what's your background on and experience with events? Let's start there and then we'll kind of dive into why brands would want to do it from small businesses to whoever. Sure. So, yeah, I, like Danielle said, I direct sales and events here at SEJ. I love my job. It's a lot of fun. I mean, I get to plan parties for people, so I think that's pretty cool. And I never thought that I would be an event planner, though. I sort of got pushed into it. I'd say that it all started when I helped run a bar and restaurant in San Diego, where I'm from, and we held a lot of events there. The owner is a big philanthropist, so we did a lot of charity stuff, uh, stuff with local breweries, being that it's a big beer bar, and holiday parties and wedding showers and that sort of thing. Right. And speaking of weddings, I have done a wedding once, and that <laughs> yeah, that was a challenge for sure, because mostly because our budget was so small. It was about $10,000 for everything, including her dress, and the guest list was about 350 people. Right. So, That's huge. Yeah, it's a big wedding and, and not a lot of money to do it. So yeah. it was very DIY, but uh, the small budget forced us to get really creative, right? So we made the invites ourselves and built things and friends and family pitched in and that was really cool. And now here I am at SEJ planning and managing our SEJ Summit Conference Series. So working with much bigger budgets and bigger vendors and implementing marketing strategy and working with speakers from companies like Google and Disney. And so it's been quite a journey. It's been fun, though. Yeah, and we've got some cool venues. Is it, if I remember correctly, you got the Navy Pier in Chicago. Is that right where we're doing it this year? Right. Our uh, second event this year is June 23rd, happening at the Navy Pier in Chicago. So it's a historical landmark there. And I haven't seen it yet. Um, haven't, I haven't been on, on, I haven't scouted or been on the premises yet, but I'll be there in a month or so to check there it out is. in real life. The pier itself, because uh, I mean, there's going to be different parts within. I don't know what physical location you'd be using. Uh, but the, the, Physical pier is gorgeous. It's a great view of downtown Chicago. Um, I'm so excited. That'll be great. So anyways, yeah, that's totally off topic. <laughs> <laughs> so the biggest question I think we should start with is why. Why would someone host events? Uh, 
from small businesses to SEO consultants to just someone who's kind of doing it on their own, freelancing, kind of more like I do, why would you host events? Like, start there. Right. So there are lots of great reasons why a business should consider hosting events. I'd say that brand recognition is a big one. Events help to promote your name and help to connect people with your brand. Uh, gives people the opportunity to experience your energy and your personality in ways that they can't through a screen or over the phone. Uh, events are a great way to get the attention of clients and prospects, and that could be entertaining and impressing existing clients or enticing folks that you've been trying to do business with. And hosted events are a great way to increase hype around your current marketing efforts as well. So if you're launching a new product or promoting an existing one, hosted events have the potential to significantly increase visibility of those efforts and make that launch or that promotion even more successful. Fundraising is another great reason. Perhaps your company supports a charity. Events are a great way to raise money and bring awareness to causes that are important to you and other people for that matter. And events are great for building relationships and strengthening community. So meeting these like-minded people in person is also going to help cultivate more active relationships for you online. And being that you're the host, you're at the forefront of creating these memorable experiences for people. So it shows that you're a leader and a connector as well. Yeah. Well, my thing with this is, you know, I think about it from like a perspective of someone who's kind of more on their own, like, okay, we have, you mentioned kind of bigger budgets working now than you had before. So most people that are listening probably don't have the brand or the sponsors. So say like I'm an SEO consultant and what kind of event would I host that would help elevate my personal profile or my brand profile? How would that work? Right. Okay. So let's say you're an SEO consultant. Uh, obviously, client relationships are going to be very important to you. And so is getting to know other folks in your industry. So let's start with objective. Now, maybe that's strengthening awareness of your brand throughout your community. In this case, you could do many things. But first and foremost, put yourself in your audience's shoes. What's going to get you out of your sweats and off your couch at the end of a hectic Thursday, right? So the event has to yeah. be worth their while in some way. Now, people love to learn. So doing something centered around education is always a good thing. Now you could bring in an expert or two to speak at your event, or you could do a Q&A panel as well. Uh, one note here, I would try to steer clear of sales pitches and demos if you can, or just keep it to a minimum. Remember, you don't want to waste your guests time. So the event should be worth their while. Sponsored content is totally cool. Just make sure you're, you're upfront with your audience about it. Yeah. Like you don't want to sit through an hour long commercial, right? Half of us either fast forward or mute commercials these days. So that's, that's not something people want to do. Totally. And it'll probably ding, ding the sponsor more than it's, it's going to help them if that's the case. But yes, true. Yeah. So um, now maybe your objective is to strengthen relationships with your existing clients. If this is the case, you might want to consider doing something invite only and complimentary if you can afford to, uh, like a private dinner or an intimate happy hour. And um, being that you're inviting clients, chances are that the party just might pay for itself, which is really True. great for you. And you might also consider inviting prospective clients as well. So they get to know you and they get to know the people that you do business with. And if your clients have nothing but good things to say about you, then they're kind of doing some of the selling for you. So it's a win-win. 
True. And you don't have to have a massive budget because you mentioned doing like a happy hour. Happy hours, you could probably get away. I mean, depending on what your clients are looking for um, and, and where you're at, of course. You could probably get away with a couple hundred bucks, a couple of hors d'oeuvres, a couple of pictures of margaritas. It, obviously, it depends on if you're trying to pull $100,000 account, that's not going to pull it. But if you're working with small businesses, something that that's, that's that relaxed might work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'd say, you know, once you establish an objective, then you can create a budget um, right. and, and, and go from there. Okay. So let's assume that everybody listening doesn't have a whole lot of experience with hosting events, because I think most people don't. I think the first time I ever hosted an event was my wedding, which went swimmingly well, I'd like to point out. But um, it's a learning experience, and you really don't want to be having that learning experience when you're trying to impress people. Um, I know from working with you, they can be a whole lot of work. There's a lot of details. So where you've got the budget, you've got the objective, where do you go from there? Yeah. So I'd say keep it small, keep it small and simple at first, baby steps, right? Um, SCJ started with a casual meetup for about 40 people. I think it was a two hour cocktail party at a local pub in San Francisco. Then we did a half day workshop with about 20 attendees or so. And eventually made it into the conference space with SCJ Summit Series. So most people probably don't have the resources to plan a big event like a workshop or a seminar. But I don't think there's any reason why you can't do a casual industry gathering. And this could be a social summer barbecue. It could be a Christmas party or, like you mentioned, an after work happy hour at the pub. So again, you know, figure out what your objective is. Um, is that entertaining clients? Is that getting together with your community? And then create a budget that works for you and go from there. Um, awesome. Yeah, and, and don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, you shouldn't try to plan your event alone. Uh, there's so many details and too many details to track. So yes. it can be very stressful in doing it by yourself. So recruit a partner or hire a freelance planner or something to help you out. Definitely recommend hiring someone to stay organized if that's not your forte. Yeah. <laughs> I see how many things you juggle when we do these events. It's insane. And if you're not organ if you're not organized, if that's not your thing, definitely hire somebody that can take care of it because you you don't want to you're trying to impress people. That's the worst time to fall flat and end up making yourself look bad. You're better off not having done anything at all than doing a poor job. Yeah, and it's that's where you know if events are really stressful because, like you said, you're you're trying to impress people and and everything else. So uh, staying organized is definitely important. But you know, don't don't kick yourself in the butt if if you make a few mistakes. I mean, blunders are are bound to happen, and and that's okay. You just you learn from that and and you move forward. So don't don't let that part discourage you because it should be about having fun too. So. Absolutely. And I think usually attendees don't notice as long as it's not terrible. Right. We scrutinize being being planners. We scrutinize all the details and and you'd be surprised at, at what gets missed. SEJ Summit 2016 is coming to Santa Monica, Chicago and New York City. With a focus on actionable marketing for SEOs by SEOs, SEJ Summit is a can't miss event. Get $50 off your ticket now by using the code SEJNERD. Learn more at searchenginejournal.com slash SEJSummit2016.
Alright, and we're back again. This is Danielle Antos, and I'm here with Jessica Cromwell, the sales and event director for SCJ. So we talked about planning events, why you should plan events, how you should plan events. What I wanted to get into in the second half is how do you get people to show up, right? So I don't know if you ever had this experience when you were in middle school or high school where you invite people to a party and no one shows up. It's the worst feeling in your life. Yeah, it's terrible. I I cringe just thinking about it. So we don't want to replay that when we're trying to raise our profile as business professional. So people have such busy schedules. How do you get butts in seats? Right. You're not the only event out there. Um, Yeah. So I'd say, you know, you, you should definitely plan to invest some budget into advertising. Okay. uh, And, you know, really think about where your audience lives and where they hang out online and, and try to reach them there. Uh, boosted posts on Facebook are awesome. You can target audience locations and likes and all that cool stuff to really, really get the target down in there. Uh, boosted posts on LinkedIn are great for professional events like workshops or seminars. They can be more expensive though. Right. And uh, Twitter is always awesome and it's free. Uh, if you have How, a, go I'm ahead. Sorry, with well, I have a question with the social media ones especially how do you drill down and do like location based so right if i'm planning a i'm in jacksonville florida i want to plan an event i have a pretty i have hundreds of twitter followers and most of them are not in jacksonville there is a way to drill down and target specifically like geographically correct yes and i'm not the social media guru that would be <laughs> more caitlin but i do know there is a way that you can hone in on location and where those folks are like for example in promoting SCJ Summit Santa Monica our event happening on April 13th we are targeting people in not just the Santa Monica area but in Utah Las Vegas Arizona and so we're not bombarding people who live outside of those areas with ads about the summit, uh, even though they, they do get some, they're, they're just not getting as many because it's, you know, we have an event in November that's happening in New York. So why right. would we advertise our Santa Monica summit to people who are living in New York? We might as well um, target people that are more likely to drive in or, or hop on a short flight and come to LA. So yeah, Facebook is, is awesome for that. Um, and yeah, if you have a blog, I would say do posts on your blog right. or, um, you know, maybe consider giving someone, if you're doing a paid event, give someone a free ticket in exchange for a promotion about your event. Um, if you have an email subscriber list, definitely use that and don't just sell to people, you know, if, on the, on the email stuff, I would get folks involved and you can do this by getting them involved in the planning stages with a pre-event survey. Okay. This way you can really tailor to their likes. And you can even do this with uh, Twitter polls as well. Nice. Um, yeah, and always follow up. Follow up is, is super important. Uh, so do a, a post-event follow-up survey for feedback. Yes. So get people's email addresses at the event. Um, chances are you probably already have them um, from when they signed up. But do, do a follow-up survey with them and get feedback on how you can improve for next time. Yeah, we've had a lot of success with that. I've always been interested to see what people say. And I, I feel like they're a lot more honest because we do it in a more anonymous type of fashion. So we're not scrupulizing like, oh, 
this particular person said this. It's just kind of uh, an anonymous thing where we can tell, okay, well, kind of people wanted longer breaks. That's something we can work for, you know, for next time. And I think we've changed what we're doing this year a lot from the reviews we got from last year. Yeah. I mean, we've taken a lot of the feedback into account as far as planning goes. So I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful when people fill out those surveys. You know, I think that's an important point too, is just being grateful of people's time when they're, when you're planning these events, whether it's something small as a couple minutes to do that review or for them to come out for an hour for a happy hour, be appreciative of people's time. Like time is money for everyone. So the fact that they were willing to spend that amount of time with you, I think that says a lot. And I think that that's something that, as event planners, as marketers in general, that we should keep in mind that that, that time's valuable. It means something when you get that from someone. Mm-hmm. For sure. So what other like tools can you use? Because that's a question we get no matter what kind of thing we're talking about. What kind of tools can I use to make this work? What have you got? Right. So you definitely need a landing page. And this could simply be a meetup page on meetup.com. It could be an Eventbrite page or even a Facebook events page, but you definitely want to host um, information about about your event somewhere on the interwebs. And the uh, Eventbrite is a great tool for free or paid events, and you can use this to promote and to manage stuff for your event. And obviously, whatever social media channels you use, um, Inviting folks to join private or public groups on Facebook and LinkedIn is also yeah. cool. That's a new thing that's become super popular is the Facebook groups. Yeah, I like it a lot. And you can you can make them private or public. And you can use it to not only promote updates about what's happening with your event, but you can also use it as a resource for industry news as well. So... You're not just selling, selling, selling to people. You're actually giving them good content that they can use in work. So, you know, the idea is to get them coming to your group and actually using your group, not just for event-based stuff, but for for industry things as well, industry happenings as well. So mm-hmm. it's cool. Yeah, those can be a great resource. I'm in a few. I'm in one called Being Boss, which is around the podcast of the same name. And that one is just, I think it's almost 10,000 people at this point, but it's a great resource of you know, I've hit a wall with this. Can anybody help me out? And then I'm also, I'm in a bunch of mom groups, which seems funny, but it, it's a really freaking great resource at three o'clock in the morning. And you're just like, my kid won't stop screaming. And we have people from all over the country that it, those Facebook groups are a fantastic resource. I highly recommend people trying to build those out as resources, not as selling tools, as you said. Yeah. And SlideShare is also great if you're yes. working with speakers. Uh, so it's it's great to share content with people uh, post event, and you know that way people that didn't get to show, didn't get to attend, can check out what was covered. It's great for follow up promotion as well, and then you can add your branding there for even more visibility, which is yes. cool. And you can schedule when those posts go live, which we found out recently, which is awesome because last year we were steady uploading them after the person went live and it, it was a bit of a scramble but now you can upload and schedule them which is fantastic 
Yep, it's pretty cool. And then I'd say last tool, you definitely want a task management software. So yes. don't don't just rely on email for getting stuff done. No, 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 that's bad. <laughs> um, you know, that could be Basecamp or Podio or even Google Sheets. I use Google Sheets for a lot of stuff. And so, yeah. You be, build some beautiful, beautiful spreadsheets, Jess, you do. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so we're almost out of time, but I wanted to ask, do you have any quick pro tips to share? Absolutely. So number one, you have got to be organized. Lots of details with events. So use checklists and perform regular sanity checks to help keep your plans on track. Number two, I recommend keeping a cushion in your budget for last minute touch-ups and surprises because they are inevitable. And if you put some money aside for those, then it's less painful when stuff does pop up. Number three, do not go it alone. Get help. Hosting events can be overwhelming, so recruit a small team or a business partner to help carry some of the weight. And my last one, try not to stress out. Your guests will pick up on it, and that's not how you want to portray yourself. So be confident. You can do this and have a good time because that's what it's really all about. For sure. Well, thank you, Jess. I think we could keep talking about this. There's a lot of great information. Um, thank you guys all for listening today. And if you enjoyed this episode, if you would leave us a review on iTunes for Marketing Nerds, we greatly appreciate it. We're doing a lot of work to make this a great resource for all of our listeners. So thank you so much. Thank you, Jess. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. This Marketing Nerds podcast has been brought to you by Search Engine Journal. For more news, interviews, and how-to guides from marketing experts from around the world, visit us at searchenginejournal.com.